Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew, the podcast. My name's Steve. I'm Dave. And I'm Nick. So, gentlemen, it's uh, it's been a couple of weeks. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. We've all been busy as shit doing everything under the sun. We've got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, I guess, why don't we, why don't we start with, uh, how's your week going? Not too bad. It's been, I don't know. It seems like it's been busy. I guess I was in Vegas. I was in Lake Charles. Um, so you're broke. I'm, I'm more broke. Yeah. Than when I went so there. Your wallet's, for sure. Well, let me rephrase that. Your wallet's lighter than it was. My wallet is definitely lighter than it was. I, um, I got some payback handed to me in Lake Charles for sure. Damn so, Texans. No, wait, um, is that Louisiana or is that Texas? That's Louisiana. Okay. My bad. But I will say that, um, I'll go back. The, the golf courses look really cool. It, I had never been there before. My dad wanted to go. So we went and hung out, but I'm um, looking forward to going and playing the golf courses. Obviously you got to get your money back. Something like that. You got to try at least. <laughs> what about you, Nick? It's been a pretty good week. Uh, haven't gotten much going on. I think last week we had a pretty good week with, uh, going and went with, uh, Danny from New Braunfels Bourbon up to Austin for a, uh, Milam and Green, a little release party. Yeah, that, uh, they got some good stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we brought that ball. So we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk, oh, shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> I can't handle that. Like, talk you, about, do you want to talk about it right so now? No, nah, nah, if, if you want to ruin me, just be like, hey, Steve, we'll talk about this later. And I'll, shit, and I'll start throwing stuff. It'll be, it'll be really There's bad. There's something I need you to know. tell you, Steve. Don't. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, what's up with you, man? You know, uh, I too have kind of been all over the place, had a last minute trip, uh, up to copper sky, uh, up in Longmont, Colorado. Uh, I got, uh, asked by some buddies to go join a blending competition up there. So we represented Texas and, uh, did our, did our best of, uh, what we had. And, you know, we can certainly talk about that later too. Sounds like everything we're going to talk about. You know, later. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, you know, we've, uh, Tasted some bourbons. We had uh, we were at a Woodenville tasting with uh, New Braunfels bourbon last night. Um, that was pretty good time. They've got some good expressions out there. Uh, I had the opportunity to meet Marlene Holmes from uh, Milam and Green. Had a good conversation at that tasting event up there for that one. Uh, and I believe uh, Nick met uh, you met Heather Green. Heather Green up mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. So he he actually got to really talk to the source. I mean, she's a wealth of knowledge from what I understand. Uh, and I also met the master distillers. There's two of them. It's a guy and a girl, or at least him for sure. The other girl was his wife. But when she said my master distillers, she named both of them. Okay. So I don't know if they're a husband and wife team or if it's just him and she just hangs out. I don't know the whole that part of it, but he was there. I didn't get a chance to talk to him because as soon as they said that and they ended the whole speech she was giving, everybody ran up to him. So... It was that's, a, a free for all. Pretty, pretty cool though. I mean, what a, what a good experience. And yep. And they had some uh, crazy pours for crazy cheap and the balls were even opened. W O W G T S $55 pours, two ounce pours. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Rip 10, $25 pours balls, three quarters full, if not more. So it's not like the place we won't name that, uh, hit me for 70 bucks for two pours the other night. No. Okay. Um, it's called Eberly. I shouldn't have said that because I don't want people going there because I don't want them to drink my bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we talked about it. We almost bought the bottle when we were there because it would have been like 1600 bucks for the WW for the cost of the Porsche. Shit, that's a good bottle. <laughs> I, know. I was like, Damn. I should buy it. <laughs> um, it was that good. Um, nice. The food was great. They have food there too. Um, the, it, it's different rooms. I'm getting off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Um, there's different rooms. So the main bar 
the people are kind of uppity. It's on South Lamar. It's not really an uppity side of town. But the people behind the bar are kind of uppity. But when we went back to the room and stuff like that, it was really cool laid back. It kind of gives you sidecar vibes real dark and just oh, it's super old school feeling. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool they obviously didn't know who you were. I mean, if oh they would have known, I believe this would have changed. You know, <laughs> so I know you're not you're not used to walking into a room and people, you know, not knowing. But normally, you I mean, that's true. Reception. But that's not the point. <laughs> oh, stop it. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like, hey, you get my picture. Sure, man. I was like, here, you want to. Oh, not with. Me? Oh, you apparently don't know who I am. And then just take the picture. Like, Wait, who was that? <laughs> yeah, they. uh Guys did that to a liquor store owner where when we were in Longmont that tasting in the middle of the day, we were day drinking and went to see what this little store up in Longmont had. And uh, one of the guys we were with jumped in there and opened the door, peeked in. No one was in the store and told the guy at the cash register, no filming, no recording. Looked back out, looked at us and said, all right, come in. We all went in a line, kept my sunglasses on, walked around the store, didn't say shit. He just stood by the door, blocked the door the whole time. And as we were leaving, he looks out the door. He's like, all right, we're clear. Come on. And ushered us out. And the guy on the register is just like, what the hell just happened? You know, he's like, where did I see that guy? He's on he's Google. Like, he's like trying to figure out who the hell he's we all, are. What, is, what does Burt Kreischer look like? <laughs> <laughs> you got the beard, man. You got the beard. You got the stature, too. Burt's fucking got arms, man. Yeah, I don't know who Burt is. Are you Bert Kreischer? freaking no. kidding me right now? Have Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer? The, Kreischer? the um, machine? Yeah, the machine that's coming. Movie out. that's coming out with Mark Hamill. No, wow, it is out actually. I think is it out already? Okay. I think so. You almost had more free time than me. I did take the kids to go. I'm see a huge movie. comedy guy, and I listen to him and Bert's podcast all the time. It's called Two Bears One Cave. Ah, uh, uh, check that out. Who's the other guy? Uh, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always want to say Tom Papa, but yeah, oh, Tom Papa's with Fortune Fiendster. Yeah, because they have a radio show too. I, we're all about comedians right now. We're just all over the place today already. We need no, to stay on topic, guys. We need to stay on topic. We kind of stayed on track for a minute. Just a minute. I'm pulling up a picture for you. But if you have, I mean, they do a really good oh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of the things, like, I love Tom. And Bert and Tom together are great. But when Tom's by himself, it's really good, too. When Bert's by himself, it's a train wreck. I just can't get over his stupid laugh. He, like, does this real wheezy, high pitch, like, like, laugh. I just can't do it, man. <laughs> it just makes me so mad when I hear it. I immediately, like, fast forward it 15 seconds. That's freaking awesome. You never see he always performs without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. No, don't know that guy. Okay, well you <clears> should <throat> look him up. His comedy's freaking. Yeah, it's amazing. actually really good. Yeah. Um, is this what you guys do at work? Well, I don't have a job, so. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. <clears throat> oh wait, on to the next thing. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about this uh, first pour you gave us tonight? Okay. Because that was my that was my first time trying it. We did talk about it. I think on the the last live. Um, a little much. bit. Yeah, maybe we did the last one. Yeah, I'm not sure. We talked we about drank a lot, a lot of lands on the last one. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you haven't watched that uh, and you've got two hours of your life, you don't want to drink so much. I ordered it. more from a friend. So I have more coming because I'm almost out. <laughs> we almost ran out of the Blantons. Of all the Blantons. The yeah, Blantons. we did have a lot of Blantons. We almost said the whole alphabet there. Yep. That's pretty good. Um, so we're drinking some Bardstown Bourbon Company collaboration series with four square rum. Um, it's 107 proof, I believe finished in, of course it's uh, straight whiskeys finished in four square rum barrels. It was good. It was really good. Actually. It's really good. It's very rum forward on the nose. Um, I think it's only 107 proof. It is a little warm, not like hot, but it's a little warm, but I honestly thought the rum was going to cut it out more. And it did. Uh, that was our first pour though. So that might've been a little bit to do with it. That too. had to be a, 
a fairly wet barrel too, because it, it is, it is a bit rum forward for mm-hmm. what it is. And you can definitely tell, you know, that up, at least for me on the, on the mid palate of it, I still get it. It just kind of fades out in the end, but yeah. So that's funny. It hit me on the back end of the palate, okay. not the mid at all. Hmm. Um, because you have red hair. It must be definitely because of the well, we've hair. made it exactly eight minutes and twenty three seconds before Steve makes <laughs> a comment so about redheads. Red hair. Um, <laughs> we tried to convince Dave to dye his hair black and his beard, but you know what Dave told us, and I don't want y'all to be offended. Yeah, out don't there, get offended, guys. But Dave said that black hair is gross. I said it would be gross on me. Like I would look really weird. I'm very pale, complected. So if you put like black on my head, I would look like a. <laughs> Do you know how many women out there like vampires? You know, you might be attractive if you had black hair and pale skin. I'm just saying. Maybe not, but we'll do. We know we got Kevin. (laughs) We'll take a picture of Dave, a good facial picture, and we'll send it to Kevin and be like, hey, he needs to have black beard, black hair. But a red, red mustache and red eyebrows. (laughs) Well, we'll do everything black. That was what you said. Yes, we do say that because we're assholes. But we'll try different things. We'll try different things. You know, we'll we'll try a whole bunch of different things. Just saying, Dave, a lot of people are sensitive to the sun out there and don't burn themselves. And, you know, they they have black hair, too. They're probably not. If they have black hair, they're probably not as sun sensitive as I am. Have you ever seen the goth people out there? Because they have black hair oh, and they're yeah. usually pale. They yeah, stay in the shadows, but they bro. They put white makeup on to make themselves no, pale. Buddy. No, no, buddy. They just makeup. don't go outside. Or because they don't well, they just don't go outside. They That's are it. they are fellow pigment free people. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, I support pigment free people. <laughs> oh, new shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh man! Um, no, back onto this uh, this Barstown expression. Uh, you know the majority of what they do. This is a this is a runoff off the Discovery series, right? Uh, it says collaboration. Series. The collaboration series. Okay, so another one of their special release ones. Uh, but for the most part, they're all pretty much hitters. But this one's uh, worth picking up. So if you see it at the store, uh, and if you if you don't know the deal with Foursquare, um, that's. That's killer rum. I mean, very, oh, very yeah. sought after. Yes. Very sought after yes. Rum. Very good. I got a bottle sitting at the house and it's probably the best rum I've had. But outside of that, uh, yeah. I buy What's the price point on that, Nick? I, I honestly think it's like 140. It's not cheap. All their, all their stuff's yeah, expensive. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I like that one. But I think that you read it off. They used uh, fewer blends in uh, the discovery stuff. The discovery stuff, you read the back of it. It's yeah. got like 32 things in it. So this one only has two. One, which is great, 90% Indiana, seven-year. Yeah, Tennessee. Uh, 45, 51, four. So I don't think that's MGP. It's not MGP. It's not. That's um, our own. Yeah, it's Bartstown for sure. Yep. The other one is the one we see fucking everywhere. Dickle? 17-year Dickle. Yep. Here's the thing. 10%, you can't taste the Dickle in this bottle. Uh, it was nice enough to where they covered most of it up with that uh, rum finish. So you don't get that Dickley note. So. Yeah, you don't get that dickle tickle on the back of your throat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the dickle tickle, the dickle tickle. I'm gonna trademark that. That yeah. would um, that would make a hell of a sticker or something on a <laughs> dickle tickle on a pick. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I got a shirt from Dan Chung a couple years back that says "Dickle Bloodhound" because Dan says he's the dickle bloodhound. He can smell and know it's dickle. And so I was, I got it for my friend who's a cop, because um, he loves 
Dickel as his favorite of everything. I don't think he's ever worn that shirt. Probably not. He's like, oh, it's awesome, man. He's, he's not happy about that shirt. A few people out there that don't ever wear the shirts they get. Oh, so you oh guys talk right. this way. Holy we, crap, that transition was great. Thank you, Dave. Hey, Steve, how's like that shirt? scripted transition. Man. How many times have I had to explain the fact that I love oh, we know why. It's we wonderful. just don't care. You know, how many, you know how many times I've worn that shirt to bed and I do? It's a great nighttime shirt. It sleeps well. Um, I have another good you know, transition for y'all, too. What's that? Talking about Bardstown here. Guess who switched over to sourcing from Bardstown? Ooh, who? Ooh. Milliman Green. Ooh. This bottle right here is a mixture of Tennessee and Kentucky. All right. Well, they've got a distillery up there, right? Or they've got they've got a, they've got something up there because Marlene said that they have uh rick houses in both Kentucky and here, and that they're they were doing their own distillate uh aging up in Kentucky as well. That's the stuff they're getting from Bardstown. Okay, That's so they are sourcing that as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. All right. Um, I believe they are making stuff here, but this one straight up says, distilled in Kentucky and Tennessee, aged, finished, and bottled here in Blanco, Texas. All right. I think it might be their own, though. She was adamant that they have their own operation up there. Well, this one 100% is not. Well, it says distilled in Kentucky and Tennessee. I mean, I guess it could She still- said they had a, a distillation project up there that was theirs. Uh, see, that I didn't know about. That might so, be true. Hey, you know, if by any chance uh, any of y'all from Milam are listening to us, feel free to reach out, correct us, yell at us, tell us whatever. Bottom line is y'all are doing a great job. We like everything that, that you put out so far. So I can tell you, just message them on Instagram. They will respond well, to you. Yeah, they're great. So I mean, they're super them. We'll ask them tonight or tomorrow. We'll be like, hey, just a quick question. And we'll, we'll get a response quick. Now, Merritt, I had a few drinks, but I, I swear I had that conversation with her. Because you might have. We, we, got, we got to talking about uh, how she got into the, into the, uh, into the business uh, with, uh, I think it was Freddie. Freddie No, right? No, it was. It wasn't Booker No, was it? It wasn't Booker. It wasn't Freddie. It was the guy from Wild Turkey. Right? No, it was one of the no. It was one of the no's for sure. Um, oh, no. It was the guy from Maker's Mark. He had left Maker's Mark, and that was the first. No, that was no, that was no, that was no, 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 no. It's it's I'm a, just it's all a, over it's the place a, tonight, guys. It, I think it was Booker. No, you might be right. So the reason that all transpired was and we talked about this in an episode, but it was a it was a fish food thing, right? Because <laughs> she was trying to 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 buy the leftover grain, right? Um, and converted over, and they got to talking about it. But you know, thirty four years later, whatever she's been in the business, she's got a hell of a lot of knowledge. Uh, when it comes down to that kind of stuff. So cool person to talk to pretty damn cool experience overall. No, and I, we're getting ready to try. Well, Nick's already trying it. I, I am. I've still got something else in my glass, but, um, we'll give that special release a little, little taste here. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, it's good. When we were up there, um, you could either have a straight pour or they can make you an old fashioned or something else and stuff like that. And they're giving a free pour at the end of the night. So I was like, well, I'm going to do an old fashioned. It's the best old fashioned I ever had. It was so good. And Danny agrees with me that Danny got the guy's Instagram who made it. He is a mixologist. He also does parties and stuff like that. And so Danny's going to try to get him down here for the next meetup because it was literally that freaking good. And Danny asked him to make him a whiskey sour. He went and got the eggs. He took the egg white out. I mean, he did it all and it was phenomenal. Dude knows his stuff. It's a little trick. You get the very small batch, 108 proof. I think it's like a $50 bottle. I think his price point is yeah. 50, 60, something like that. They did black walnut bitters and they use vanilla syrup instead of simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was super nutty, almost like sweet praline. It was just, oh, it was so damn good. And there's a lot of chocolatey notes from that bottle. 
And so that just comes over and comes across on the thing too, on the palette. It's phenomenal. Sit your ass down, Dave. Shut up. All right, my bad. Had to do something. You know, it just got a little weird in here. Dave just stood up and ran away from us. Trying like his little trip over all scoot, these scoot he made. damn wires that we got lined up over here. But we could make this super fancy to where we run like wires up and like over and Hang around. The mics and down and right yeah, in front of us. be cool shit. I can't open the garage door, but other than that, it's fun. <laughs> it's minor problems, right? <laughs> I feel like maybe like swinging seats, you know. I mean, I have, I have something, but it's not really made for y'all. No, for no, 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 no. We're not using that swing. Every time we record in Nick's basement or the back cave, as some people like to call it, Steve always brings up swings. So I'm a little concerned. Hey, what's maybe, the point of having a back cave? You ain't got a set. Sorry, a swing. A swing. swing. <laughs> Just a swing. Maybe it's the black walls. I don't know. It's something. They're but kinda, Black yeah. walls, orange floors. I don't know what the whole point of that was, but. I think you were trying to contrast. Should have been yellow. Black, black and yellow, yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> Fuck it, y'all laugh, jackass. I'll do black floors. I'll redo the floors, make it all black. So it's just black everything. Yeah, then we won't see spiders or anything. It'll be awesome. That's true. That's true. It's good. In case y'all hadn't noticed, they're still a little bit unpainted wall because I'm lazy and it's above my desk. (laughs) We weren't going to bring that up. It's all right. (laughs) No, I thought that's where you were going to put the TWC logo up there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have a little bat signal. We get one of those little mini bat signals (laughs) on the wall. I will do it. That's fucking awesome. That'd be good. Yeah. So covered my um, covered uh, the Bardstown expression we had there. Uh, what the hell else are we into drinking tonight? And we'll we'll dive into some of this a little more. But um, Nick has a couple of these are those are bourbon junkie picks, right? Yeah, Dan Sean's two old elk picks that they had. Yeah, the pretty old elk and the very old elk. The Which one are we drinking? We're drinking the very old elk right now. And right? It's actually really damn good. But I'm I'm never me personally. I'm not disappointed with anything they do. I, I've liked everything they've had, except for you guys didn't care for the. Um, the cigar blend they had. Nick thought it was like heavy cucumber or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. It's not the best cucumber, or best cucumber. It's not the best cigar blend I've had come out, but it was pretty good. wasn't bad. I mean, like I said, didn't didn't hate it. wasn't my favorite, but still drinkable. So bourbon news. Since we get, there's not much to cover, but there's a little bit. Um, Buffalo Trace is releasing their Daniel oh, yeah. Weller. I saw that. that. Sent that over to Nick the other day. Yeah. 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 You sent it to me. That's the only reason or I knew about it. So. Lovely MSRP of. Oh, I didn't see how much. Four ninety nine ninety nine. knew it. No look, at, look at the bottle. I mean, they were, they were trying yes. to pull out all the stops. The problem is 94 yes. proof is too low. And the other problem Agreed. is you got Weller 12 year going for fucking $65 MSRP. It's all about having that bougie bottle up there. You know, you and I are going to want, and even Dave, we're all going to want that damn bottle. What is that secondary? Almost a thousand dollars probably. Yeah, probably. Let's guesstimate. It depends on how much they put out, obviously. But let's say a thousand dollars. I'd rather have a George C. Stag. Yeah, well, I agree with that. But it's I mean, still it'd be, a cool. Yeah, buy. I mean, if you could find one, but yeah, what four hundred, five hundred bucks? Four ninety nine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Even a pour at a bar is going to be hundred dollars. More than that, probably. Yeah, I'm out on that one. So, and we'll see if it takes off or not. You'll end up finding it for one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, I'm sure it'll take off. It's it's Buffalo Trace. I mean. They don't, uh, whatever they do seems to be gold, man. Yeah. Uh, do they have anything that completely sucks? I mean, other than their bottom shelf stuff, even their bottom shelf stuff does good. Benchmark, right? Yep. I mean, shit, benchmarks as cheap as you get. You're still not disappointed when you drink it, are you? No, the full proof is damn good. Uh, top floor is good. Top floor is damn good. Top yeah. floor is good. Yeah. The rest of them are all still really good. It's just, if you can tell, like I've drank the shit out. Well, not the shit out. I drink top floor the most, followed by whatever's next. But I can't really see it from here. Probably full proof. As usual, I'm kind of the oddball out. There's not a lot of the benchmarks that I really like. Um, 
Is it because, uh, have you tried mixing any of them with Garrison Brothers? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, they're good. They're just, I don't know. I mean, got them. Got them. Yeah, you got me on that got one. Em. But um, it's kind of funny. I haven't even had any Garrison oh. Brothers in a while. That was a little much to take that big of a drink, wasn't it? No, it's too, too big of a sniff of it. Oh, uh, fly. It's hotter. I have some Ladybird and go get you upstairs. That'll make you feel better. It's got purple wax. I like Ladybird. I like it. I like purple wax. If you lined up four different things, I wouldn't pick it. Really? Oh, you should get four different things and line them up. I'm going to get Malort. Yep. I'm going to get Ladybird. Fireball. I'm going to get, he probably drink Fireball over Ladybird. That's true. What else can I get? Malort. Oh, oh, the rare perfection. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. rare, uh, rare I'll perfection. take Ladybird over that any day. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, it was good, but I, it's probably number four on my Garrison Brothers list. Number five, maybe. Where does small There's batch? No way it's five. No. Where's no small way. batch rate? Tell I'll us. I'll get I'll give you that. That's I'll get you a hazmat one. single barrel. Hazmat cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy would be one. Yeah. Balmore would two. be two. You say Guadalupe, I'll literally kick um, you out of my house. He's going to say it. No, there's no way. Guadalupe's no. dog shit. It's right there. You can have the rest of that bottle. I'll take it. I've got two at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. No, I've, I've got two. I, I like Guadalupe more than you do, but it's it's not that good. I mean, oh, it's, see, it's I, not my I, favorite. I think it's, it's pretty good. good. It's not good. Uh, see, I like it. All right. I like it better than uh, Single Barrel. I opened two years ago at uh, Bastard's Ball in Austin. Probably two years it's ago. It's not good. It's two and years it's literally old. that level. I bought it that day at the Bastard's Ball. I saw it in Austin at Deb's Liquor, and I bought that bottle. And I was like, I cracked this and I cracked Laguna Madre and both of them were barely drank. I was like, all oh, these Texas boys love this shit. Nope. So I guess I'd have to say it's going to be either Laguna or Lady Bird would be number four and five. I'll agree with you on Laguna. It smells like, it smells like baby fireball. I get cinnamon right now. Really? Oh. Take, a, take a pull. Let me get a little nose of that. Bottle chug. Speaking of, we should talk about bottle chugging for a minute. Um, since it's something that we all do from time to time, more often to than make not. it safe to everybody, I always lick the tip and then I chug it. That's the best policy. Yep. You know, it, I'm glad you're looking out for everybody. Right? Like on days, like I don't days wiping the tip off with this shirt now <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Anybody listening, everybody's this is gonna herpes. have a problem. It's fine, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave. I do you went, get it though? Do you get that cinnamon you note? I went to a blending competition and I drank after probably 40 different freaking people out of one blend. So I'm still here. It's funny. I never have gotten cinnamon I haven't either. on the nose before, but I do on that one. Yeah. Um, Unless I took a no, chug of fireball and then drink that. I just, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, I think honestly, I think regular small batch is better than that to me. No small batch is bottom of the barrel for me. But It, it tastes like the leathery well, notes. Right. One above you don't honey get that do. with that. Cause that one's so overpowered with the, <laughs> I like it. It's whatever that is. That one's, that one's good. I don't know. And it kind of depends on what you've been drinking throughout the day. That's true. Um, sure. Go ahead and have oh it. shit. I was kidding. Take your because there's times that I've tasted. I'm like, no, nah, I'm really not, really not feeling it. But we, we haven't destroyed our palates much. We haven't mm-hmm. smoked cigars. We haven't done any like today. So, well, you might've smoked cigars today, no, I but smoked. I haven't. Um, I ate some hot stir fried vegetables, not spicy, but like on fire hot because yeah. they came off the stove and so you, yeah, you might've melted buds? a few possibly taste buds, but no, that, that was good, but it's unusual. Cause I've never gotten the, the cinnamon nose on it before. Probably cause it's two years old. Maybe. Maybe morphing into something else now. But yeah, so I mean, Ladybird's not bad. It's it's better than Honeydew, but it doesn't take a whole lot to be better than Honeydew. So here's my problem. Like with some of the higher end ones, uh, I like the way Balmari finishes. I 
I like that one all the way through to the finish and the finish just like self-destructs. It's like dropping your wheel off the edge of a big shoulder on the road. You're trying more? To, no, this one. Oh, okay. I mean, you're, you're happy. And then all of a sudden your wheel falls off and you're trying to get back on the road, you know? Yeah. It's not, I don't know. I honestly, just, am, I'm, I'm kind of upset. I'd never, I didn't get a really big garrison note on it. I actually, with garrison brothers, there's a, there's a distinct leathery note. And I always hated it at first, but now I've come to accustom to that. Yeah, you look for it, right? And it's not in that bottle. It's not there. If it is, it's so covered up, you can't taste it. It's very subtle. It's It's, it's definitely not not prevalent. I mean, that's that's Garrison Brothers. That's my that's what I know. So it's kind of crazy to me that. And I wonder if that's why some people really like it, because it kind of takes away that leathery note. I give you a hard time. It's not my favorite. I don't really hate it. I just love giving him a hard time. Dave, a hard time about it. But it's not bad. It's just. The price point, I think, is what killed it for me is because everything's so expensive. If they come out like some special editions, I'm going to buy it. Well, yeah. I want to try, I'll buy it. And and it's one of those things when you're when I'm in the mood, like there's a time I'm like, yeah, I really want to drink that. And it's great. Are you in the mood? I'm not. I'm not really. He looks like he's in the mood. He he's got them short shorts on tonight, man. He's Damn, like, Dave. Sitting all like spread eagle. Well, yeah, he's they're, yeah. they're bunched up a little bit. I mean, you're seeing wider parts of his legs and the rest I mean, of his skin, and that didn't know that was possible. Part of the skin's never seen the sun. <laughs> I mean, he's like, you don't go, oh my God, I can't. I don't want to talk about that on the podcast. It's literally like looking into an LED light right now. There's a thing. It's kind of dark in here, so I need to brighten shit up a little bit. Uh, you know what? It is dark on this side. I will get that fixed in the coming weeks, I promise. Well, I got the light. I really don't good. think you need to fix anything. I'm not. I'm not bitching about anything. It's good, no. except for Dave's except for leg Dave's blinding me. Yeah. Blinding white legs. No. I was gonna yeah. say, there's a thing about you're supposed to show your your backside to the sun for a good couple seconds, not for a very long time, because it'll get burned really quick. But apparently, you're supposed to sprawl out and give your your other, you know, a little a little view of the sun. You know, that's funny. I but only for before. a split second, because you do it for more than like a minute, you're gonna burn it. Yeah, you get sunburned. I, I've actually, and I don't know where the hell I've heard it, but I have heard that no. before that no. people say you should. I don't know how to say it without being inappropriate, so I'm just not. You should get sun on your ass. Is that what you're going with? Not here? your well, ass. More like you're a noose. Yeah. Your taint? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, a uh, little bit further back. <laughs> you're a hole? Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to sunburn my asshole. That's messed up. Yeah, you well, that's, why you got- that's why you got to do it quick. <laughs> Apparently, it's a good way to take in vitamin D without making that sound terrible. <laughs> You guys need to get together and do that shit on your own time. No, I don't that's want to be part of that. You absolutely no. do that by yourself. Um, if you're going to, but I have heard that I've, I've never done it, but I've heard that you're supposed to do that or, or it's, it's something. So there is science that says you should sunburn your sphincter out there and it's good for you. Not sunburn, Not sunburn but you put it up, give it a second or two and you put it back give it like 30 seconds in the yeah. sun. Yeah. Why don't you guys just get a UV light in your bathroom and sit on it? Well, oh, see, you shut your both up, didn't it? You're both trying to figure out. Oh, maybe I can. I'm, trying to figure I'm not going to pretend like I know. This? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> here's the thing. You're getting the point of it wrong. It's not you're supposed to get the, you know, the fluorescent light. You're supposed to or the whatever. The dark ultraviolet. light. Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Thank you. It's the sun, the heat, that warmth. Well, shit, put a heater behind your ultraviolet <laughs> light. Then you get a hot asshole that's sunburned. I'm just saying. Y'all talk amongst yourself because now I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I wouldn't want to look that up. I don't know the results <laughs> you're going to get. Be afraid what you're going to. I have a little something, something for you. All right. What you got? Hopefully it's not a UV light from I above. don't fucking know what it is. This was in a gift box from Mr. Dan Shook from Bourbon Junkies. With no label. Just no label. Here. Well, uh, let me take a picture. He's not put a sample. Bottle. We'll give to our Patreon folks here. <laughs> He's like, I'm sending you a sample. Can't even see your face, Nick. There you go. You don't want to see my face. That's the worst I part do. of it. 
This is a picture of so, Dave looking up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Pass it around. If you already got some. Here, I don't have any. Here. Give me a little squirt. There you go. Um, so we are wrong. Although it became very popular on social media, scientific research and healthcare providers warned against the trend. Oh, so it wasn't. Okay. So don't put your butthole in the air. I just can't wait until y'all go to the dermatologist and you're gonna be like, hey, uh, you know, do you have any sun exposure you're concerned about? Well, actually, <laughs> I burnt the shit out of my anus the other day. What it's are we drinking? Super here? ethanol-y. Oh, yeah. I, I can almost I guarantee you I know what it is. So we so for those that weren't paying attention, we're on this bottle that uh Dan Chuck sent Nick that's unlabeled. Oh, well, that's good. It's kind of like Engine oily. Ooh. Look at the fucking legs on it. I know. Wow. There's no day that's what that is. That's got a. That's got a really unusual finish. Oh, oh it's it like apricot. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pulling that uh, the, the hydrocarbon kind of note. That yeah, I get oil. that. Yeah. I get that. No, very much. Uh, Breakfast jam, something like that, kind of a fruity finish on the on the back palate. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something fruity. I'm gonna message him and see what he says. I felt that way when I met you the first time, Dave. A little fruity. <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've only been friends for like 30 years, so <laughs> so I can say that <clears throat> I won't get in too much trouble. At least not right now. You wait till the recording's off. I'll start getting beaten. Oh, oh. what did you call it? Hydrocarbons. Hydrocarbons, yeah, but it, it, you're right. It's like engine oil. It totally has that note. And do you get that, Dave? It's like mid palate, just past mid palate. Mid palate, a little you, bit. You I get, get it more on the nose, but but just like right before the finish, you get like almost like, like a burnt oil, right? Burnt oil, yeah, like the smell. You know, like if you've driven a car that's mm-hmm. you know burnt burning oil, which we all have. Um, that you know, that we like it, right? We like it. It's we like different. it a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's very different. It's funny for a sweet finish. Like I normally don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure I I would buy it though. I'm not, I don't know that I'm there with that one. I'm assuming it's a pick they've done. They just posted their blue run video. I don't think it's blue run. It doesn't taste like blue run to me. It's not, not virtue. Yeah. No, I don't think so. It wouldn't be a virtue product. The finish is way too off the wall. So unusual. Well, it depends on what they picked up for a barrel. You know, it could have come out of something different. I like the hydrocar. I like the burnt oil hydrocarbony thing. <clears throat> the nose is uh, different on it. The nose is a little harsh. Yeah, I mean it was. It's very ethanol-y. It's pretty warm, so I, I would call it probably uh, around 120 proof. That was interesting. I liked it. Yeah, Mr. We'll find out sometime tonight what it is. Hopefully. Very different. Anybody want to take a guess at what they think it might be? Uh, I can't even tell you because there is literally nothing that I could compare that to. Yeah, it's too off the wall for anything I've ever had. It almost it almost has a tinge of like that that uh, um what's our the um, it's almost ammonia and a little bit of it. I don't get ammonia because when I consider ammonia, I think of uh, Amber- Amberana, yeah, but yeah. Like, like, so I don't get I don't get that. Ethanol. But I don't quite get like that. But just a just the slightest tinge. It is very hot in the nose when we first poured it out. 
Yeah. Like you couldn't smell it. Like I still can't really smell it. Anybody doing anything in a brandy finish? I'm sure. Oh yeah. There's a ton of that. Um, who's the last brandy finish I saw out there? Hmm. It's been a minute since I've had one. I get that. Cause you, you can pick up a lot of apricot in a brandy finish. And but it's not very pronounced. There's a, there's a lot of complexity to that pour. It's almost minty though. Now like menthol minty. Like when you, when you finish it, when you swallow it, you just sitting has, there with the aftertaste mm-hmm. like a little smoking bit. a cool almost. cigarette. You know what it reminds me of? Brimstone. That balcony is that real charcoaly kind of on the back pot. Not as strong as brimstone. I get you on the back pot. That, I'll, like, I'll agree know. with that. Brimstone is an animal of its own. Yeah, it's a good drain cleaner. Well, I don't not not like it. I'm gonna put that's all I'm gonna do is I'll put it in all those fucking bottles right there and put them on my shelf. Be like, yeah, have brimstone. anything you want, guys, and I'm gonna give it everybody's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this isn't pappy. <laughs> we're gonna have our we're gonna have our VIP party and we'll just fill we'll everything. Do it really smart. No, it's <laughs> we're gonna swap all like the shitty bottles yeah. with the good bottles. Like we'll know. Swap it. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll like we'll have a cheat sheet. Like we'll know what's what. And everybody's like, Pappy, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, that's about Cody's buddy. <laughs> it's like you ever when you were in high school, you ever have those people like you'd give them like O'Doul's or something, and they'd act like they're, they're just shit faced drunk. Like yeah, no, because like, I'm not an asshole, but. Oh. I would probably be the guy oh. that'd be like, I'm so wasted, man. Like, yeah, probably- we did that to a lot of people. We did that to a few. So we used to convince girls to put, uh, Whoa, co- co- we're going to do this on the channel. I am. We used to convince <laughs> them to put Copenhagen between their toes. Yeah. Um, squeeze the toes together. Cause right. You give some to Copenhagen. A, she's going to puke and she hates it, but between the toes, you get a good little buzz. Oh yeah. Send them spinning in a hurry. You ever do that, Nick? The fuck? No. <laughs> did I t- you know why I don't chew? I told you this story, didn't I? No. When I was like no. 14 or 15. I was driving my cousin to my grandpa's house. He's like, you want some? I was like, yeah. So I put it in my mouth. And I was like, what do I do with my spit? He goes, you swallow it. Oh, no. Oh, fuck oh, you. No. I was sick three fucking days. <laughs> Guess who hasn't chewed since? That's a good way to That's keep. a yeah. good learning lesson. Yeah. Because that, that it, is the worst puking ever because it just hurts. <laughs> oh, it does? Three days of just throwing <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I have a ton of sympathy for you because I'm still a bit sore over the hot sauce. But um, in, now, Mary, I didn't puke that. Dave did, but he got the benefit of not. I didn't puke. I was calling some dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, um, I, w- I was concerned about the after effect there, but, it, you know, it didn't appear. So apparently I just work through that situation but honestly chewing is a badass habit shouldn't do it dave and i did it for way too fucking long we can do this all day long cigars are bad cigars are bad drugs are bad okay drugs are bad Uh oh what happened nick has what happened was what happened was what is that that's steve's favorite is that weed no drugs are bad guys that's right (laughs) we don't we don't use we don't condone or use drugs no. Hey, hand me my meth. <laughs> <laughs> hand me my crack pipe, please. That's right. Um, Yard on PCP. No, <laughs> oh, that's funny, yes. though. I remember like, <laughs> I was probably 14 the first you time did I PCP? chewed. PCP? Holy no. shit, dude. Dude, that was, that's, that had to ruin you. Maybe man. maybe that's why you got maybe red hair. That's maybe, why. That, so I had fucking, red hair before that, but, yeah. um, but, and then I didn't touch it for maybe two years. I still lived in Texas, and then as soon as I moved up to Colorado and it was like the middle of high school and there's everybody was out in the back and the parking lot chewing. I was like, all right, I'll try it again. And I mean, that shit was I had tried smoking cigarettes horrible. and I thought I was because I wanted to date this chick who smoked cigarettes. I thought she'd think I was cool. So I'd just 
wasn't actually smoking. I was just, you know, it was uh, Newport's. Because that's what she smoked. Uh, yeah, the, the, one day I was like faking it and something caught my eye. I was like, <gasps> and I sucked it down. I almost fucking died. <laughs> I was like running to the bathroom. I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. Well, it's funny what things really can get you because I've smoked packs and packs of cigarettes and could care less. Wow. Like it was something like we would smoke while we were yeah, drinking. Yeah, we smoked playing pool. I mean, we just. I yeah. would never walk out somewhere and be like, oh, I wish I had a cigarette. I like, can do weed and fine, but if I smoke even one puff on a cigarette, I will hack until I throw up. Even it's though you the, smoke cigars, huh? Yeah, cigar. Well, I don't inhale, so that's my thing there. But I can inhale weed and I'll blow it out and I'll be fine. But if I take one, even um, what are those the little Escobars, those little pens kids use nowadays, those vape, little yeah, vape like pens, vape yeah. pens. It, something in that tobacco just fucks me up. Jewel or whatever. Yeah, it is. all of them. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I cannot do. I can't do tobacco. It's the craziest thing. That is crazy. If I chew, like even the pouches, as soon as I put it in, my heart starts racing immediately. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You get a lot of nicotine from a cigar, though. It's got to be a little more than what we get off those little nicotine pouches. Maybe it's just straight nicotine. I don't know. I think it gets in your blood about three times as fast as those pouches because, I mean, it's a pretty good quick hit. And I'm talking about like the ons and the zins, the sodium uh, nicotine extract. Pouches, tobacco free stuff, but I've done like three cigars in a day, four cigars even once. See, that screws and me it up. It doesn't bother me. We, but cigarettes, man. It's funny because there's certain types of cigars that I've had a few where I've smoked half of it and been like, shit, dude, I am spinning. I am like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I it am is buzzed done. as hell from the nicotine buzz. And, you know, other things won't do it at all. And some cigars, you don't even really realize that you're smoking them. I think just everybody's got uh, different systems, right? I mean, Nick doesn't know him, but we know Terry. Uh, Terry's not designed to smoke cigars as it turns out. I mean, every time that we've been drinking with him and we give him a cigar or some nicotine, he turns green. He ends up puking and is laid out somewhere. And it's just not a good thing for him. Y'all met CJ when he was down here. Yep. <clears throat> so CJ, they gave him a cigar at the, when they did starlight, they did the picks at starlight and he thought he was good. And he puked so many times he said, so, well, that's the worst too when you're puking from that because that's a whole other element onto what you're drinking. Well, if you've got a good buzz going and you hit it with like a really heavy cigar or something, I mean, I've seen that wreck people all day long. Yeah. I even forgot what the hell am I drinking in this glass? Whatever that. It reminds me of seagrass. <clears throat> I drank all that. Serious? That reminds you of seagrass? The, no. There's an apricot note. There's an apricot on the back end. He still hasn't texted you to tell you what to have. No, and he just went live on fucking Twitch, so I'm about to message him on Twitch because he'll probably answer there. Dude, that's hot. That's it is warm. Me. It is warm. I'm 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 calling that in the high 120s. Okay, I get your apricot, but I don't think it's apricot that we're getting on it. I think it's a different note on the end. You think it's just, I just can't pin it. You think it's just from the everything else going on? I mean, I don't know. It's like, very. It's it like could be peach, crazy. like peach jam, like that kind of. I don't get peach. It's it's peach or apricot. It's it's in that genre of fruit. No, I'm with you. It is leaning towards apricot. Like if you think about a, like I make bananas foster. So you know you I use apricot. You never made me sure. bananas never foster. What the fuck? Foster. All right. Well, I'll make y'all bananas foster one day. Okay, well, I mean the yeah, podcast is over here in hey, about twenty minutes. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're still here. Where, where is it? I just need butter, brown sugar, apricot preserves, and a little brandy, uh, and bananas, of course. But. Um, yeah, since uh, since I know my wife is a, a huge fan of our podcast and, and supports us and listens to us all the time, great job on getting to balance. I am super glad to hear that. She'll know what's up. All right. Good job, Shelly. Yep. 
All right. Well, she's very, very passionate about what she does for work. So getting, getting all the oh, shit into balance right. is so a big fucking deal. It's a work thing. So no, I just got a text from her a second ago that she finally got to balance. So that means that she's still been home working. Jesus. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. But no, she's, she's really good at what she does. So oh, 100%. awesome. I got awesome. All the stuff you talk about her. So I believe you. 100%. Well, good. You better damn it. <sighs> what you, else you, what else you grabbing from over there? There's a Russell's pick from Dan Sean. I that think we good. had that. We had that. That, 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 that was good. Well, so I was gonna, I was gonna jump more into back in this, uh, this whole blending thing since we are drinking stuff that tends to be blended, and uh, a lot of the stuff that we're into lately uh, is blended, and yeah. that's that is a big kind of big part of the the bourbon whiskey industry um, is master blenders, right? So we're turning labels into people that aren't distilling their own stuff that are bringing in sourced MGP or Bardstown or our favorite Dickle. Um, and they are blending stuff together and turning out a product of the label. And we all love to buy it. Yeah. I.e. smoke wagon. Uh, one of my favorites. Um, but Aaron is blending stuff. That new one too. The distillers. That you're talking about? I am. So that, with that said, uh, I'll jump back on that blending competition real quick. I got a, I got an inside, uh, or an inside look at kind of what it takes. So we were presented with, um, five different bottles and the bottles that they presented us with when they were all MGP, uh, from barrels, uh, that he had sourced in, uh, there was a 2.9 year, um, weeded, which <laughs> honestly was outstanding on its own. And I'm not usually a fan of young young bourbons it's young whiskeys it was uh usually usually get away with it with a weeder though yeah but it, this one actually had some complexity and the color was actually really damn good it just nice. it didn't drink like that um the next one was a i believe it was a six or seven year light whiskey um that was finished in a jack daniels barrel oh nice uh and different. then we had two rise one was a 95.5 uh, and I believe the other was, uh, I want to say it was an 80, 80, 20. Um, but both uh, is a mid rye and a high rye. Okay. And then we had, I think we had one more weeder in there. No, um, no bourbons. No. And one of them was a bourbon. So we had okay. one of them that was a bourbon, but, uh, we went through this whole mix and they, they brought out, I mean, we looked like scientists. It was, it was pretty amazing. They had graduated cylinders and beakers out there, just the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, the master distiller was running through, uh, proofing stuff for us. They were willing to give their two cents on, you know, what stuff tasted like, but they wouldn't give us any advice. Yeah. Um, we had five other teams there. Uh, Kentucky mash boys, uh, were there out of Kentucky. We had another group from Colorado. I forget what their name was. The warriors and whiskey, the veterans guys, they have their own label. Uh, I think it's brass and anchor is their, their bottle. Um, I shouldn't know where they're from. I, t- I spent some time talking to them. Uh, really cool, cool group of guys though. One um, group out of Florida, yeah. Oh, bourbon, the bourbon in the Bible. So oh, they're bur- out of Florida, right? Yeah, and the Warriors maybe out there too. Last year, yeah. yeah. So bourbon in the Bible actually won that blending competition last year, and we do have uh, a couple bottles of theirs because we got to try it when we did our pick. I saw two, yep, two bottles. Open, one open. Um, they turned out I've a pretty, uh, pretty complex flavor. So they were there again. Uh, unfortunately, the the head of their group they had some going on, so they weren't able to make it. So they sent some representatives up that were with their their group and uh, they, they did pretty well. So long and short of this uh, took us till nine o'clock at night. 
to <laughs> figure out the exact blend we wanted. Um, I believe it ended up being, I want to say it was uh, 80, it was either 75 or 80% rye. We ended up with, um, we did not use the light whiskey we tried. It was just too off the wall. Um, it just, there was a team that used it. They, it wasn't well received. Um, but our, our base was, was a high rye and we mix the rest of it with weeders and a mid rye. And, uh, we just kept fine tuning until we got the nose came out at 116 proof to start. We tried to prove it to 112 outside circumstances, uh, <laughs> proofed it down, a little proofed lower. it down a little too much. So it came out at 108.9, which wasn't, didn't make us all very happy. Long and short, we took third place. Uh, I think we would have had second, but the first place guys, Kentucky mash boys killed it. They killed it. I mean, ours was well-balanced and uh, it was pretty awesome to drink, but theirs, man, <laughs> it was, it was outstanding. So watching the marriage of all of those being put into one thing to really turn out an awesome bottle, it's pretty cool to be a part of pretty cool to see. My hope is that, uh, you know, the, the four of us with Texas whiskey crew will be down there representing on the next competition and uh, we'll let them know how it's done. You know, they won't, uh, they won't see anything, but the dust wouldn't ling from us passing them. There you go. There we go. Well, and I would imagine that that light whiskey would be, cause you said it was a 17 year. Light no, whiskey. no, no, not 17, seven, seven year light whiskey. Okay. I would say that profile would be a little difficult to mix with, with other things. I think, I think it's just light whiskey in general. It has such a different like style. That's why I brought this one out after what we just had drink that one. I like light whiskeys. I'm a huge fan. It's of not them. light whiskey, by the way. But for me, I don't know what, at least in my opinion, I don't know what mixes well with a light, light whiskey. Like, I mean, I helped pick that whiskey weekend yeah. last year, not this year, last year. Is that a rare character you brought out? It is. Yep. Finishing a cognac barrel. Ooh. And it is weird. Okay. It's so I think I've weird. had that one before, but I'm going to pour a little glass. If you have, it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. It's so just it, after what we just had. Oh, it's so good. Compliments it really well. So what did uh what did I miss that we were gonna touch on? We we're gonna talk about we talked about Bardstown, we talked about all the stuff we had on the table. Talked about Milam, yeah. Talked about Milam. We did. We were at Woodenville last night. Yeah, you want to talk a little bit about that? Woodenville did a good job. They did a really good job. Yeah, was, her it, lady was super excited about the product. She knew a lot of history and not of everything. Uh I wasn't a huge fan of the bourbons. I didn't uh, like the bourbon either. The rye was pretty good. Yep. Um, I don't know if I'm not trying to be rude. I don't know if the rye was good because of the bourbons, but I did like the rye. So um, the bourbons I, were super earthy to me. I enjoyed the rye. I know Steve's going to say he didn't find much complexity in it. Um, well, they're all low proofs. They weren't. They're all their normal shelfers. They're nothing was high proof. If I was going to pick one to have a nice, neat pour of, it would have been the rye for yeah, sure. Hundred percent. I I agree with you both on the rye. <clears throat> the rye the rye was good. Um, one thing about Woodenville from an entry level point from somebody that's just starting to get into bourbon, uh, it is a good, good place to start because it is an interesting, interesting pour. It has, uh, it has some character without being off putting, um, the, the taste in my opinion is pretty good across the board. I would love to see it higher proof. You don't see it much. They even proof down, they proofed down coming off even the going still. To the barrel, so yeah. before before going into the barrel, yeah. they're taking everything down to I think at least one twenty, right? Yeah, so um, between one twelve and one. I have a bottle upstairs that is by far the best thing I've had in a very long time, and it is Woodenville Pick. See, it's ACDCs. 
Well, okay. so I, I do like what they're doing. They they've got they're a, castrate. They've got a beautiful uh, distillery up there. I mean, yeah. they really focused on architecture. Well, Ooh, and it was damn it, Nick. I'm sorry, I had to turn off the pool right. water. There was, uh, I mean, to say that like the bourbon wasn't as good, and I preferred the rye. There are, I would prefer, I would take their bourbon over a lot of other. Bourbons sure. that you would put in the same price point. I don't know. Uh, they probably run about what? 60, yeah, I think they're, they're in the 50, $60 range. They're, yeah. they're not too expensive. So in that price point, there's a lot of bourbons that I wouldn't choose over that one. But out of the three that we tasted, the other one was a rum finish. The rum finish was, was perfectly fine, but the rye was, was definitely the standout for me. Yeah. 100%, I agree. So I uh, give, a, give a little the bit pour of credit. Help did cut some of that earthy notes off the first pour, the bourbon, but that's like, the only negative I have is it was very earthy. And, and this is, that's not my style. but that's also uh, regional, right? I mean, these guys are not sourcing this. These, this is their distillate. So they're using local grain uh, and they're distilling their own juice. there in Washington. In Washington State. Here, I mean, when you hear the story about how, why they source and what, what happened about that guy, it's very cool. You oh, you're talking about makers? Yeah. Yeah. It's a neat no, story. No, 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 no. No, well, how they source the their, grain. their grain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the farmer that was the about was to go much, under. He's yeah, like, here, he's just take done. my grain. You know, I'll let you buy it, whatever. And, and now that was, what, 13 years ago? And yeah. they're still he's buying their producer. That's yeah. Freaking awesome. And these guys, they are they are up and comers. They are people to keep an eye on. I don't think we're going to see them go anywhere anytime soon. Uh, they're doing a good enough job that, you know, they're keeping people's attention. I'll, I'll certainly follow up what they do. I'd love to see some higher proof expressions. Yeah, but she but. said they'd be in 34 States by the end of this year, all 50 States by 2025. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You know, good for them. And they're, they're doing something on their own with their own juice. They're not using MPG, MGP or Bardstown or, you know, and, and I give them credit for that because you're, you're putting out something that's unique that you're doing from scratch. That's yours. I thought you almost said miles per gallon there for a minute. <laughs> You're going to get some good MG, <laughs> MPG. MPG? Oh. Depends on how much MGP you drink on the MPG you get. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> it, man. Oh. Yeah. Nick's just over there shaking his head. He's like, hell with all this. I just, I, I love this. So I helped pick this ball. That's why I love it so much. Right, this red character and those two red characters up there, I helped pick. Um, Like I said, pretty much anything that we the stag, I helped pick. What else I helped pick? I know there's another one. Oh, the two new lose I got coming. I picked. So new lose is pretty kick-ass too, but I want to put you on the spot real quick, Nick. I didn't um, do it. I know you didn't do it, <laughs> but it I want to, I want to ask you one question here. Uh, what are people looking for? That's on the shelf available right now. That's not necessarily on the, the radar, the allocated list. What, what can you find out there? Which people be buying? Like what's coming? No, what's good. What's like what's good right out now? there. What do you see in sitting out there that people aren't buying? That aren't buying? That's good. Yeah, Rebecca Creek, 100%. That's okay. Spanish Oak. The Spanish Oak. It, it, people are buying it, but not as much as they should. Right. If they knew what they were missing out on. Oh, man. Every time someone comes in, they're like, I don't know what I should get. I'm like, every time this ball, they're like, it's Rebecca Creek. I'm like, you don't like Rebecca Creek? I don't like that Spanish Oak. Nope. What the We've fuck? We've decided, Nick, just, just realize that everything that's good. So Dave there's an opening like in the Texas Whiskey Crew. We're trying to find a place. <laughs> I mean, it's, here's the If you don't like but perfection, it's, it's super sweet. That's fine. Dude, the Spanish oak is fucking amazing. I think it's Nick might good. You. It's good, but it's not amazing. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I just I don't. Yeah, I really can't explain it. But um, I definitely didn't get the the warm tinglys that you guys got from it. I feel like Dave might be sitting outside the garage on the next podcast. I might be <laughs> from remote. <laughs> yeah, from remote. From my cords are run under the fucking garage door. 
I mean, it's good. Here, I'm sure you've maybe, got a bottle down yeah, here. I'll maybe, have another little taste of it. Maybe you need to revisit it, but, that one because uh, I agree. It is good. The night we had it, the last time I had it, I think there was a lot going on. I think we had a lot of different pours. So maybe I just wasn't able to give it credit, but it didn't, it didn't blow my mind. Um, and what is it? So hundred and a half, what are they getting for it? 60. Oh, is it 60? $64. All right. I'll 123 proof. It's six years old. It's pretty amazing. I'll give it, MGP. I'll give it another go. Just right. good. It's just right fucking see. there. <laughs> hey, Nick, we didn't, I'm so upset right now. Like, I don't even know what to so say. Mad. Well, let me help turn. Bro, I, w- I wish I had a glass of water I could throw on him. <laughs> well, let's just go on McDonald's and turn that frown upside down here. So, um, I do like me a quarter pounder. That's thing. right, you do. So, we're gonna talk about that. No onions. Okay. Right. Well, let's talk about that bottle that just happened to show up here on uh, Memorial. What? No, that wasn't Memorial Day, was it? No. Memorial yeah, it was. Weekend? Yeah, it was Memorial Day. The 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 double the eagle. Yeah. Oh. So we haven't addressed that. I'm surprised we didn't well, start talking about that. We don't have it here because uh, Robbie. Did, I told him to take it home because if he left it here, I was going to drink the whole fucking thing. But Nick, why don't you uh, enlighten us about what that bottle mm-hmm. is and what you showed up with? Uh, it's a bottle of double eagle, very rare. And why is that important? Because it's fucking gorgeous. It is a gorgeous bottle. Gorgeous bottle. There's an eagle in the bottom of it, and there's an eagle topper as well. Um. It's it's 20 year old. The the case lights up when you open it. The case does light up when you open it. It has a letter of authenticity sitting inside of it. It's a great looking bottle. It's a great, it's honestly a great showpiece. It's a great thing to have. Yeah. Um, Freaking beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Weighs like 25 pounds. It is very freaking heavy. Um, Yeah. So Robbie and me got together and we bought a bottle of the Double Eagle. Uh, It's phenomenal for sure. Um, Unfortunately, we tried it against the 10 year, which of course 10 year lost easily. We also tried against the 17 year, but my 17 year is 101 proof. The double eagle is 90. So you get a little bit more on the profile when it comes to the 17 year. Right. 20's got more oak. Um, it's one of those things. Will I buy another one? No. Um, but I've done that with a lot of things. I've done OFC. I've had multiple pours of OFC now. It's a great bottle. I don't want to pay $8,000 for it. No. Um, but I would love to have one on my shelf. Um, it, it really is that good. It was but it's not. It's the not, experience. Yeah, 100%. I still have two favorites and I don't think those are ever going to change. I even go top three. So my original top three, I can't really tell you, but my, my current top three is Pappy seven or Pappy 15. My second favorite is WLW. Third is a good tie between George T and Heaven Hill 17. I I think Heaven Hill 17 is better than stag. So heaven stag is very hot. I agree with you a hundred percent on this. So, but then other people think stag is the best ball in the world. Hell, Dan and Sean said that fucking the three, seven, five of, uh, Coy Hill is the best thing I've ever had. They put that over WOW and I'm not going to lie. So I'm Coy a, Hill was well, damn good. Though. Dan <laughs> yeah. did. Dan did. Sean said WOW or stag. Now, if we're going to bring Coy Hill into the mix, you brought that over on my birthday. I haven't had much that even touches that. I'd have to say I land up there with the WLW for sure. Coy Hill is definitely on the same playing field. Um, I don't know what I pick for a, you know, a third pinch in that. I really like Pappy 15. Uh, that's, that's a hitter in my book over yeah, all of the definitely. entire Pappy line. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, you're going to talk crazy allocated expensive shit. That's kind of where I land. What about you? 
Garrison Brothers. No, I mean, no, no I don't we're going top three. Um, I have a hard time with my number one. WLW is definitely number two. Um, man, that's... what's better than WLW for you? Oh, I mean, I I'm with you on. I like I love Pappy Fifteen. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say right now, my 2021 was better than the 2018 that I have. Yeah, which one did we crack? 2018. That was good too. Though. It's very good, but 2021 was just. I mean, I got goosebumps when I drank it. It was that good. I tend to lean towards a lot of the EHT profiles. Okay. So, like when like we had the, or? When, well, when we had that warehouse C. Okay. I'm like that was pretty phenomenal. It's just low proof. It is low proof, which is a little bit of a problem. I don't know. It's. I like I like George T. I don't. That's a tough one. I mean, it it really is. I don't know why you're pointing your glass at me. I'm not because I want you tonight. to put something in it. Um, Nick, grab that Rebecca Creek, would you? I'm trying there. to have some of that one right there. Oh, that one. All right, hang on. I want you to try that one. I I love it, but it's I good. Mean, it's very it's very off profile for a lot. Dave's got the mic between his legs. I do. So I can give you that, which I don't mind giving you. It, you, you know, it's hard to pour. <laughs> there is another Rebecca Creek over here. I think you'll like. Hey, thanks. Stop. Good. Well, interesting. Interesting. So you, you like that Taylor profile over those others. I I would agree with you on the heaven Hill, Nick, uh, that, so the heaven Hill 17 was probably one of the first like super allocated expensive bottles that I've had that Nick brought over. I hadn't, you know, I wasn't quite expecting what it was. It was, it was really good. It blew my mind. Yeah. And then 20 ruined it because Tony's dog shit. Sorry, Doug. It's it's hard. (laughs) Here's the thing. I want it because I want to open it. And I don't want because I want I want people to try it, and I know Doug has one. I should buy it from him, but I don't like it. It's not good. But I want people to try it because it's not fucking good. I know it sounds hilarious, but that's one of the things. Like I love popping new bottles because I like being a people people to try it because everybody's got their own profile. Like right. look at Dave. Dave's all over the fucking place, you know. So everybody's. Got their <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard because I think I'm like, is it the Heaven Hill Seventeen was good. I don't know if I would pick it over like the Fort Nelson. Oh, I mean, when you really that's think a, about yeah, it, that Fort Nelson is a damn good. It's pour. like Mictor's 20. Mictor's 20 is good, but Fort Nelson blows it the blows fuck it out, right of right out of the water. You know what we need yeah. to do? Just fucking six glasses. Just all not Pabby because we know Pabby's probably going to win. But like WW, Coy Hill, Heaven Hill. We'll just do like a good blind. Like let's put a, let's blind. put a hundred dollars on the table. I'll okay. throw a hundred dollar bill in there in the mix. Okay. And if literally, if you pull the exact favorites that you line out, you get a hundred bucks. You get a hundred bucks. I'm down. I got a hundred bucks on me right now. I do too. All right. So let's do that uh, ASAP. Like next week. Let's do it. You got right. it. Well, we can do that on the live. We'll just tell people to shut up. When you- <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I think we should take Pappy out of the mix because that Pappy, I don't think is very good. I do too. So let's see. So you said six. So let's pick six that we want to put out there. Okay, so that we have Heaven Hill Seventeen. That you have okay. <laughs> Dave's like that, <laughs> that you, you have because I don't have them. <laughs> Heaven Hill Seventeen. WW. Yeah. GTS. Mictors Twenty. I don't think GTS. I don't think GTS is. I don't think GTS. Either. We can do it if you want to, but I'm thinking Mictors Twenty. Uh, Fort Nelson. See. That's three that we got. Fort Nelson. Okay, four. That's four because you got to have two Mictors. Coy Hill. You got two. Yeah, Coil's five. So what's six? I really don't want to do GTS. We can, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be obvious. Eagle Eagle Seventeen. We drank it. We drank it all. Yeah, I have a hookup who can get me the whole BTEC lineup, so I might do that. But that's it'll be twenty twenty two. I mean, what else can we do that's really high end? 
Ooh. I said warehouse C was in my top three or but might be. It's too low but proof. It's too low I, proof. I, I, it's going to be obvious. You could do, barrel proof. You could do yeah. barrel proof and get away with it, but the warehouse C will be obvious. Um. All right, so we got five. When you want, am I missing? There's one I'm missing out. Can't there. do a light whiskey. It's going to be obvious, right? Yeah. We might have to do GTS. We'll do those five for sure, and we'll look upstairs. We'll see what else we got. We'll do a six one. Anything for sure. in the Weller line? Um, well, yeah, but not the high enough proof. Full to, proof. Well, full proof. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that full proof. That full store proof. pick. I store pick. I had would have won. Yeah, I don't have another one. I can ask Robbie. See if he has another one. Well, we can keep it to what we've got. Um, we got to keep proofs uh, reasonably equal on that if we're gonna come up with. Like yeah, because it'll be too hard to identify what's. And so, so what's the bet? You you well, pick your top three out of there, and if you can name. Yeah, them I don't think you can three. do. I don't think you do six. Six is kind of hard. I mean, if you want, if you if you don't want to lose money, six hundred percent. Let's let's do five. But what I'm saying is, if you don't, you said three. And he's like, let's do five. <laughs> you said well, six. no. You pick. So we we drink six. You yeah. pick but three. We pick the top. But three if that you, you don't, like. if you don't pick the three that you said, yeah, you're yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Your hundred dollars yeah. stays in. Yeah. So. And then if we all f up, we'll figure out a way to make it fair. At the it's end easy. It. Whoever got the closest out of the six, yeah, we'll get it. Sure. And if there's a tie, you do whatever. All right. So and I'm gonna fuck y'all because I'm gonna drink them all tomorrow before. We <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, no, taste, uh, taste I think we all these right before, but no. So we just need to figure out a sixth bottle. We're each gonna take a shot of Malort prior to doing this, oh, <laughs> no. to refresh in our palate. Y'all yeah, do Malort. I'm gonna do hot sauce. I'd rather do hot sauce. In the <coughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather do hot sauce. <laughs> so I was even going to say Magnus, but Magnus ain't going to work either because Magnus is good. It's really good, but it's not going to compete with those hitters. It's no, not. and it would be almost too easy yeah. to be. Yeah. I mean, Victor's, I the mean, Coy sorry. Hill's a little easy to identify, but up against those, it may not be a no-brainer. Yeah. Um. So what do we say we got? We got WLW. Mictor's 20. Mictor's 20. Mictor's uh, Fort Nelson. Fort Nelson. Coy Hill. Coy Hill. Heaven Hill. Yeah. Heaven Hill 17. Yep. Yeah. And of course you said Weller. I'm sorry, WWE. Yeah. So oh yeah. George T's on the no. back end. Yeah, right now George T will be on the will be our sixth as of right now, unless we go upstairs, we find something different that we want to put in there. But yeah, so we'll I go. can't honestly I can't think of anything else oh, that would compete that with line. that. See what, I see really want to do something different because I think GTS is gonna lose. Me personally, I think it's gonna lose. Cause it's so fucking I mean, hot. Only thing else that you can put in that lineup that would make it any better is like I said, some from Pappy and that's not yeah. the only Pappy you could do is 15 because 10 is not, well, 10 is low proof, but it's not going to be very good. Lobby's, Lobby's not, dog nah, shit is too low proof. Yeah, it's just not my thing. The rise too obvious. That rye is fucking good. That let's just do seven. Let's do the Pappy and the GTS. Let's just right. do it. I'm going to tell you right now the Pappy's not going to win though, because it's not as good of a bottle. I liked it still. Yeah. Okay. Let's do seven.